You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 63. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuli. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car. Let's go for a walk. Put on your earbuds. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, something great to drink, and let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by Olubumi Creations. Do you love Orisha things? Orisha art? Orisha, I don't know, keychains, posters, stuff? If you do, check out Olubumi Creations. It is created by an Orisha follower for Orisha followers of the world and Remember, whatever jewelry is there, take the chance to grab it because once I am out of many of the materials, that's it. I am not remaking them again. So for those of you who have gathered the Arisha rings, uh, there were a couple that I made recently, one for Oya, one for Obatala, one for Chosi. There were a couple that went out. Congratulations, because once I'm out of that metal to create those rings. That's it. It's done. So if you are interested, check it out. And if you are interested just to go quickly and go check that out, but it not if you're driving, definitely not if you're driving, go to arishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and that's the information link. With that, let's get this episode on the road. I skipped this episode and I put it to the front of the line because I thought it was suitable and it is following along the lines of our last one where we were talking about scammer priests. I am going to call her L. Pretty name, L. I do have her consent for sharing her story, so I thank you for this. She sent me this email, and before, actually, you know what? I'm going to read the email since we are going to talk about one of the scammer priest's tactics, which is fear. So now you know this is what this episode is about, fear as a scamming tactic. I'm going to read you what she wrote. I'm going to tell you a story. But before that, I'm definitely going to give you a disclaimer. So here we go. Thank you for welcoming me. So she had found me on the internet somewhere 
And when she signs up for the Orisha Wisdom Community, there's a couple of welcoming emails that are sent out. And she wrote this. Thank you for welcoming me. I have chief priest threatening my life if I don't send him money for additional work. He is telling me that I will die and that needs to do more work that will cost more that I don't have because I have sent most of it to him. I feel very uncomfortable and uneasy. I have tried ending this relationship or whatever I should call it and every time I try, he threatens that harm is coming for me and my family if I do not receive work from him. Do you have any advice? Oh, by the way, the email was called In Danger, which definitely popped up in my emails. And I'm like, huh, let me check it out. Before we get to this, I want to give you a disclaimer. Somebody very, very dear to me, he reached out to me and he said, listen, I just have a question about the podcast. And I'm like, go ahead. He said, well, what do you mean that the Africans are scammers and who they're scamming that African, that they're scamming African Americans because of the question that was asked. And I want to make sure that you understand that not every Nigerian priest is a scammer. Not all are scammers. Some of them are very legit. They're doing their thing with their egbes or their ilays or their spiritual, you know, congregation. And that's about it. So I want to say that because not every Nigerian will be a scammer. What we're talking about are the ones who are scamming. So if there is any question, especially from episode 62, no, not because the person is Nigerian, they are a scammer. That's not true. However, I took a couple of notes and we, we've discussed a lot of them over time, but I want to let you know, if this is number one, how do you first kind of the red flag begins to, to fly around? If they reach out to you first, just scream, scam, scam. I can't scream because I don't want to break your ears. If they reach out to you first, scam. There's just no way. There's not that spiritually divine individual who's going to be thousands of miles away and they can sense that you're in trouble and their egg went to talk to you. When if that was true, I'm sure your egg would be working to find somebody a little more local to come and help you. So if they reach out to you first, without you reaching out to them, scam right away, write it off. That is a surefire way of figuring out if the person that you're dealing with is a scam. I have said this before. It was one of the first things that I learned when I came in, not on the Espiritismo side, but in the Lukumi side. I was working with a Babalao, which he's so funny. I still love him. He's He's a trip, but he told me early on something that stuck and I was about maybe 20, 20, maybe 21, something like that. Something ridiculous like that. 21, 22, who knows? 
but I was very, very young. He said, if I doesn't chase anyone, it is people who go to the foot of Ifa. Actually, the words were, Ifa doesn't go to anyone. It is people who go to the foot of Ifa. Yeah, that's the saying. Which means, Ifa does not chase people. This came from a conversation that, you know, because Eguns would talk to him as well. He's very gifted. And he would have to keep a lot of that in. And he would tell me, oh, you know, we would be doing something. And I would ask him, well, if you know information that could help that individual, why don't you do that? And he said, well, because we're talking about stranger. We're not talking about a godchild or something like that. We're talking about a stranger. And he said, well, Ifa goes, Ifa does not go to anyone. It is people who go to the foot of Ifa. So Ifa does not chase people. People have to come find the wisdom of Ifa. And that stuck with me. And over time, especially here in Orisha Wisdom, I find that a lot of people, they fall prey to scammers because they are looking for something spiritual. They are. And they feel that it's a sign when somebody has reached out to them on Instagram, on whatever, on Facebook, on Puff of Smoke, on whatever it is. So number one, remember, if they reach out to you first, it's a scam. Okay? It's a scam. That's usually just, I've never seen it not work out that way. Scam. All right. Now, let's get back to the email. He is telling me, this is unquote, he's telling me that I will die and that I basically, I think that was a typo, that she needs to do more work that will cost more money. So I decided to reach out to her. I responded as soon as I could. I remember because I had to go do Cub Scout, Cub Scouting stuff and I'm like, dang it, I'm going to be driving. I'm going to try to reach out to her. But we, we we weren't able to connect until later. And she gave me her number and I gave her a call back. And I said, I need to know, I need to know a little bit more. She gave me a little bit more insight. She was very, very sweet. But at first I could tell that she was a little apprehensive. And I don't know if it was because of me or the situation. But she was telling me, listen. He's supposed to ship me X, Y, Z. He, I've already paid $700. And I'm like, okay, what did you pay $700 for? So here is where more of the lessons are going to come in. She said, well, he said that I needed these beads. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're elekis, right? The necklace, they're called elekis. I'm thinking they're elekis. And I'm like, okay, what else? And, you know, that he's going to ship me something else. Well, what is it? Oh, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I'm like, okay. Um, what came out in the reading? Well, he didn't do a reading. And I'm like, okay. Like in my head, I'm already screaming like, oh my God, no, no, no. But I know that these things happen. So, okay. He reached out to her first. He did not give her a reading, but he sold her on something. What kind of beads? I'm not quite sure because... Truth is that when I heard her on the phone, she was scared. She was scared. And I 
don't blame her to think because he's she's like, well, he has my picture. He has my name and he has my address. He knows where I live. And I'm like, okay. So I let her continue. I kept asking her some probing questions. I was going to ask her, for example, like what came out in the reading, but there was no reading. That's another red flag. They reach out to you first. Ding, ding, ding. Scam. If they're offering things without doing a reading for you, that's another big one, especially when you don't know them. They don't know you. Like, really? But it happens. Okay. So then she's like, well, I told him I I don't have any more because, I mean, $700 is, is a lot of money. 700 bucks is a lot of money. So she's like, I can't right now. I can't. And he kept pressuring her. And here's another bit. He's like, well, I can't send you, you know, um, this item, whatever it was that he was going to shiver, the beads and something else. I think it was something small. Because it's going to need $500 in order for me to ship it to you from Nigeria. And I'm like, really? Okay. And she's going on with her tail. And in my mind, I'm like, that's messed up. So here we have. She didn't get a reading. She was contacted first by this guy. She did pay him. Of course, the whole thing with uh, WhatsApp and all that stuff, that happened. And she paid him $700 to try to better her life without a reading. She didn't know any better. She just thought that this was the way that it was. And now he's like, well, you're running out of time. You need, you know, to do this right now. You need to do this ASAP because if not, you are going to come into harm. You are going to die. That's really harsh. And that actually pissed me off. And I was hoping that she would hurry up and finish so that I could basically try to comfort her. But she told me the rest of her story. And the rest of the story is that she lives in fear. She's stressed out. She hasn't been able to sleep. She's stressed out some more and a little bit more stressed out. She's worried about her and her family. And how could this happen? Like, what about the money? Can she just pay the money and just, you know, save her life? And, you know, she's going through all these scenarios. And my heart went out to her. It really did because it really, it hurts. It hurts that one human being will do that to another for the sake of a few bucks. Now, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my, my notes down for a moment. I told her, first of all, take a deep breath. Just let's do it together. Inhale. Let's pretend it's yoga. Exhale. Okay. He's not going to do anything. And you could, I could hear, I could hear her hesitation. I could hear her hesitation. And I'm like, he's not going to do anything. She's like, but he has my picture. He's not going to do anything. So now I'm going to go back to my notes. 
could he do something to her? Yeah, he could. He has a picture. You don't even need a name. You just need a picture. You're good. Would he? Probably not. And what I told Miss L is, you're just not that important. And this is actually a saying that my husband says, you're not that important. It's not that you're not that important because you're not that important in this grand scheme of things. What that saying means is that in the grand scheme of things, you're not that important. And I explained it to her. I'll explain. Let's say you want to do harm to somebody. Let's say just for this example, it's going to require a goat every two to three months, right? Let's just say, are goats free? No, they're not. You're going to have to buy other things. You're going to have to spend time doing that. And to do a job like that, it's going to take a lot of consistent work and a lot of animals, a lot of money and a lot of time until it works. It's, it's just going to have to be consistent. Would you? No. I'm too busy. And I I made her kind of laugh. I'm like, you think that I am going to spend my money trying to hurt some hater when I could be busy buying art supplies? (laughs) Like, it's about the art supplies. I got things to do. So it could be about anything. It could be about, I don't know, food on the table. It could be about fixing a car. It could be about a brand new car. It could be about anything. You're not going to spend the time and the money to do that. Now, If somebody's coming after my family, my husband, my children, I'm coming after you. But this is not the case. And so she, at this point, we were going through back and forth on this conversation. And I'm trying to explain to her, not that you're not special. You're just not that special to him. Right now, while you and I are talking on the phone, he's scamming someone else. You're really not that important to him. You're just a dollar. You're just money that is coming in to him at any cost. So what did he do? He used a threatening fear tactic. And when they do that, it is a scam. That really, I mean, I have heard of readings, true legitimate readings that when they come out, Things must be done on the spot. Eco is around this this person. Everybody needs to be cleaned off. We need to do that. You cannot leave until you receive this X Y Z. Somebody run downstairs, get a whatever it is. Let's get let's get this person cleaned off because of what this person is coming with, and it's done. This is very different than what was going on with this interaction. Now, Miss L was telling me, well, Mileti, the problem is that I, I'm just not sure, and I blocked him. And I said, okay. And I said, good girl, you blocked him. Yeah, and then another message and another profile came up. I know what you did. This is so-and-so. You better give me money. And I'm like, do you realize that they have about 50 other profiles ready on the go? You are just a process, a means to try to get money. This is how that works. You think that a true babalao 
if you choose not to do an abode that they're going to be calling you, they're not calling you. They're not calling you because they're busy with their other godchildren or clients or their community. They don't have time to call you back. They don't have time to call you back. They only have time to do what they need to do for the person that's in front of them. Do you think they're going to be messaging you? I know that you need to do a bow. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. They're busy. They're reputable. They don't have the time to do that. But this person kept messaging her with different profiles, scaring the bejesus out of her. Because he wants those extra 500 bucks to ship her whatever it is. She asked me, do you think he's going to ship me my stuff? I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I, I maybe. And I think like even in her heart, even after all of this, she was hopeful. She was hopeful that he would still ship her her thing that's going to help her. I explained to her. This, it's not going to come that way because it's going to come through a reading first. And because it did not come through a reading, it could be anything. But the power of belief is really mighty. And then that happened. And I could sense her disappointment, but I told her, I need you to breathe easy. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And I kept telling her, Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Keep blocking all of those messages because they're going to keep coming. And I told her, they are very, very persistent. So as he is trying to get money out of you, he's trying to get it out of other people. When he is done, he'll go back and say, ah, I got to reach to Ms. L and see if she got my money. And he's going to try to reach out and he's going to do it again. And I'm angry. I'm angry because she really needed the help. But that was not help. That was a scam. He reached out to her. He is still trying to message her with different profiles, trying to get her to get the 500 bucks. Here's another thing that I wanted to tell you before I forget. And I didn't even write that on the notes, but I remember this as part of the conversation. When we are dealing with spiritual things, our ration, uh, rationality, our, our reason, that was the word, our reason tends to go out the window. And I remember as she's telling me about the $500 for the shipping, it was just like, it just kept getting worse in my head. I'll explain why. Remember when I said reason jumps out the window? I asked her and I said, you know, I'm, I told her, I'm, I make art. I know you don't know me, but I make art. And recently, very recently, I had to ship an order to an international place. It was a piece of art and an idée. And this idea was special because um, they shipped me the iking that was to go into the piece itself. So it was a very special idea. The problem, the problem with this order is that it was a piece of art and an 
ide, which means two types of packaging. And I'm going through this very slowly for one, because I wanted to calm her down, but two, to explain the reasoning behind losing reasoning when it comes to spiritual stuff. And I said, okay, when we're talking about anything international, you're going to have to pay extra than if you are shipping in the same country, right? Everybody knows that. Okay. Problem is that because these are two different types of packages, it's two different types of fees and they're not going to be cheap. So I realized, oh man, I wish that I could put it all in one package, but the piece of art was rolled. It was going in a cylinder. The bracelet is going in a package package and a bubble package, right? And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to cost me an arm and a leg. And I asked her, how much do you think that cost me to send to this person? And her response, like I felt my heart went out. She's like, well, I guess it wasn't $500. And I'm like, you're right. It was about 25, maybe 26. I think I I can check, but it wasn't even 30 bucks. It's what I'm trying to say. Like it was 20, it was in the 20s, mid 20s, maybe. And I said, and I was upset because I had to ship out two packages because I wanted to see if I could put it into one, but I couldn't. So even because I was sending two things internationally, I still sent them out so that they could arrive safely, but I couldn't send them together. And it was still 20 something dollars. So where, where in the mind, like how heavy is it, the item that you're receiving? She's like, well, he said it was some beads and something else. Where, where is it that it's going to be $500 to ship it unless he's shipping it out of his door and somebody's physically going on a plane and getting it to you here. Other than that, I don't see why it needs to cost that much. And that would, I mean, it would be like a lot more money for the flight, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, this is not a hand delivery service. And I told her I ordered something. And I told her that it was a hundred bucks. The truth is it wasn't a hundred bucks. I went back and I ordered something. It was very fragile. It was a gift that I sent out to somebody very special. And I think it was like $80 or 80 something dollars for the shipping. And it was also very international, like overseas. And that's it. So when you are thinking about spiritual things, you tend to think almost irrationally. And now I'm going to go back to my notes. Number one, if they reach out to you first, red flag, it's most likely a scam. There's just no way. There's, there's no way. And two, if they use threatening tactics, mm-mm, scam. The challenge is that a lot of people fall into this because they need help and they think it's a sign when that's not how things work. And I'm, I'm very grateful to Miss L. By the way, it's not her name, but it is a pretty, pretty name for her permission to share her story and she said that if it would help other people 
to not do that, that it's worth it to share her story. I need you all to know another thing that's very important, which I reminded her over and over and over during our conversation. And I'm going to tell it to you just like I told her. You're not stupid. You're not dumb for falling into this. Because there's a lot of guilt that people go through when they realize, ah, dang it, I got scammed. I should have known better. Here I am. I mean, we're talking and I told her. Same thing that I'm going to tell you. We've, We've spoken to people who you would never think would get scammed, like big time careers and, you know, teachers, nurses, doctors, people that, you know, smart people, but they fell. It doesn't mean that you're stupid or dumb. It's just that your need to help your spirituality kind of blinded you for this. So, since we are in this series of scamming priests or scammers, because some of them may not even be priests, they just know a couple of things. Because remember, this has been a way of life for a lot of them since they grew up. That's all they know. And they do a couple of things and you think that that's how it's supposed to be. If they reach out to you first in any venue and I don't mean that you've heard of someone and you look them up and you start seeing their stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a personal message. They go into your DMs. They go into your private messages. If you see that, that is a scam. The best way to get help is to find somebody who's like-minded and get a referral from a friend or someone that you know. Now, a lot of you are going, coming into our traditions and don't know anybody and they go into the internet. That's fine. However, even so, there are other ways of finding that priest, even if it is semi-local, a couple of states over, one state over, by observing, by listening or reading how they respond to other. So if you, if you've been hanging around, for example, let's say you're part of the Orisha wisdom community on Facebook. Let's say you're a part of that and you observe, you stay there, you ask your question, you know, this happened to me. What do you think? You watch some of the people can be pretty down, just ugh, nasty. Do you want to work with that person? No, then that's it. Don't. There are some people, there are some priests that we have in, especially in that community. They take their time to respond. They are genuinely interested in giving you a response. Take a look at that. See how they've responded. Look them up. That's what that search tool is there. Go search. You know, I really like this priestess. Oh my God, I think she's really cool. Let me see what, see how her responses are. You reach out. Do you know, do you do readings? I'd like to talk to you a little bit more. Some of them have actually met that way. And it doesn't mean that that person's going to be your godparent, 
But, but, at least you could start getting some readings and getting help that you need. That's important. And I think I'm going to leave this right here. What do you do if this has happened to you? For one, you need to forgive yourself. Yeah, it's not fun, right? Forgive yourself for what happened. You fell for it. You lost this battle. I mean, you lost it. Forgive yourself. Two, learn the lesson. If any priest contacts you anytime through your DMs, and we're not talking if you're having a discussion on a forum and you guys are all chatting together. It's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about private messages. If they reach out to you first, it is usually a scam. Don't do it. If you have been in touch with a person that now, I'm hoping now, you know, is a scammer, this is what you're going to do. Block, 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 and then block some more. And then be prepared to block the many other profiles that are going to be coming your way. Be prepared because it's coming and it may not come. Well, actually, it may come right away and then it'll come a couple of weeks later, a couple of weeks later. Just keep blocking because if you did not reach out, they don't need to be reaching out to you. Lastly, find a reputable local priest and get your readings. Now, local doesn't mean right around the corner. For some people, it's one state over. And one state over, even if it is a four-hour drive, who cares? It's a lot better than not knowing what you're getting from somebody who is overseas who may not even do the right thing for you. Okay? So, remember, block, block, block. Oh, before you do that, take a deep breath. (sighs) Forgive yourself. Block, block, block. And block some more and get a reading and start getting your answers. I haven't done one of these podcasts in a while where we just kind of go through a topic and I really, really did enjoy it. So we have reached the end of this episode. I would like to give a very special thanks to Miss L for sharing her story and for allowing us to learn from it. And I'm very, very grateful that she has given us that opportunity. And I'm, if you have been in that situation, just know that you are not alone. I am going to leave into the show notes the... blog and the video of the scammers that we were talking about last week of how a scammer will come and approach you. I have a video with the screenshots as I'm going through it. And this scammer priest's blog post that what I recommend once you read that blog post, scroll down and read the comments. It is shocking. And it will make you angry, but you will see that you are not alone. 
and you're not the only one. And what happens? And you'll see the conversations that spark between people who have been scammed before. So take a very, very good look and know that you are not alone. And if you have never been through this situation, but you know somebody who has gone through it or is going through it, please share this episode. Please tell them it could save them a lot of grief, a lot of money, a lot of mental well-being, okay? For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash number 6363. Something huge is coming to Orisha Wisdom. It is almost here. It is going to be for those Alejos, brand new people, and Aborishas. These are worshipers of Orisha who do not have a spiritual house just yet and are looking. If you're wondering what it could be, oh my God, it's like I almost want to spill it out, but not quite yet. But it is coming. So keep your ears open. Keep your eyes out on email if you are part of the email community, and I will be sure to share it with you. Also, Orisha Swag, I have been trying to figure out what would be the best way to get this out, and I think I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to send out a link, and I am going to put it on my email info link, which is orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. I'm just going to put it there for swag. I have no idea how, but I'm pretty excited. I am going to be getting more designs up, which has been artwork, and I'm just floored on how awesome. I've given away some of the mugs, and I've created some shirts with the art, and it just was pretty stunning and I can't wait. So yes, Arisha swag is on its way and I love to say it, but it's awesome. Arisha art made by an Arisha worshiper for Arisha worshipers of the world. So it's coming. Keep listening. Oh, also make sure that if you are on the email list, that you whitelist my emails because some people are like, well, I didn't get that. And I'm like, well, check your other or spam folder. Make sure that you tell it that this is going to your regular inbox and that way you whitelist me. Uh, remember, get whatever last design jewelry on Olubumi Creations and whatever's there you can have because as soon as I am done with the materials that's it. Items will be gone, gone, gone. If you have found value in what I do in the content that I create, and if you would like to support this podcast, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. That's I-Y-A-O-M-I-L-E-T-I. Yes, I had to think about it for a second. You will have access to all podcasts before 
they are published and other perks. What are the other perks? Sometimes we have a live call and we really dive deeply into a podcast or a topic. Another perk, of course, you are going to get kudos on the podcast live for the world to hear because we are so grateful that you are supporting us and and other you get to have the opportunity to get Orisha swag and Orisha art and Orisha fun stuff. So there are a lot of great things and it's mostly as a thank you if you are able to help and you would like to contribute to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. If you are also willing to help the podcast, share it and give us your review on iTunes. And you know the drill. If you are on YouTube, just like it and share it, of course. Comment. You can comment there as well and start up some great conversation there. And click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we are going to answer more of your questions from Ask a Priest. If you want to know how to do that, just go to www.arishawisdom.com forward slash Ask a Priest no dashes, just ask a priest and ask your question for your chance of your question to be answered here on the podcast. There are other topics that we are going to be discussing very soon. And I can't wait until next time. May the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.